Hi, and welcome to the Truth Seekers Podcast. Today's episode is part of our Praying the Bible series. If you are new around here, each month I host a podcast episode where we read and learn how to pray the Bible. Have you ever struggled with knowing what to say to God when you pray? Sometimes we don't always know how to pray or what to pray when we're talking to God. The good news is that God has given us the Bible, and the Bible is filled with all kinds of truths that we can pray back to God. When we are at a loss and don't know how or what to pray, we can turn to the Bible to give us truths that we can stand on and believe in when we pray to God. Did you know that when you asked Jesus into your heart, you became a child of God? The Bible says we can have confidence as we come before God and talk to Him in prayer because He is our Father and He hears us. Today, I'm going to show you how we can pray the Bible. Before we start, I'd also like to remind you and your parents that I have created downloadable prayer guides for each of the Praying the Bible episodes. You can download the guides and they are free and available through my website. You can sign up at SherilynRGrant.com. Today's passage from the Bible comes from 1 Corinthians. Corinthians is actually a letter that was written by a man named Paul. Paul wrote this letter to the church in Corinth. The people in Corinth were known as the Corinthians, and that is where the name of this book of the Bible comes from. Paul wrote many words of encouragement and truth to the Corinthians, but one thing he taught them is that they needed to work together and use the gifts God had given them to serve one another. He compared Christians in the church to a body, You have one body, but your body is made up of many parts. Can you imagine if you were just one giant foot? How would you see or hear? Or what if you were just one giant ear? How would you eat or write? Each part of our body is useful and has a useful purpose that is needed to make up the whole body. So it is the same with believers in the church. Everyone who loves Jesus is part of the church, and we all have that in common. We all have been saved by Jesus, and this is what brings us together. But we all have different and unique gifts or skills that God has given us to use. You may be a good singer who can sing beautifully unto the Lord, and you might use that gift to lead others into singing and worshiping. But someone else might be a good teacher, and they might use their gift to teach others about Jesus. We are all important in the body of Christ. No one gift is more important than the other. Let's read what Paul has to say in 1 Corinthians 12, verses 12 through 27. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one Spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free, and we were all given the one Spirit. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, Because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, Because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, It would not for that reason stop being a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, 
where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as He wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty, while our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and has given greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Isn't it wonderful to know that when you asked Jesus in your heart, you became a part of the body of Christ. You are part of a family of those who believe. Now, before we pray, I want you to think for a moment about what you just heard. These verses tell us that everyone has a special job to do in the body of Christ. Have you ever thought about what your gifts and talents are? Is there something that you just love to do? Maybe you find yourself spending a lot of time thinking about what you love to do, or when you have free time, you always do this one thing that you love. When I was younger, I loved to play school. I would make my brother and sister be my students, and I would write out spelling lists for them, and I would be their pretend teacher. I loved to play school. Do you know what I grew up to be? You guessed it, a teacher. That was a gift God placed in my heart. I want you to take a minute and think about what gifts and skills God has placed in your heart. Next, I want you to think about someone you know who is really good at something. Have you ever been jealous of a friend or classmate because they just seemed to be better at something than you were? I used to be sad because, well, I don't have a really good singing voice. I would cry and pray and ask God to give me a beautiful singing voice like some of my friends who would sing in church up on stage. I wanted to sing on stage too but I just couldn't sing like they could. And then one day, I was asked to help teach a Sunday school class. I went in and taught the little boys and girls about Jesus, and guess what? I loved it, and they loved it, and I knew I had found where I was supposed to be. I wasn't supposed to be on stage singing. I was supposed to be in the classroom teaching. That was where God called me to be. If everyone were on stage, who would be in the classroom teaching the children? I want you to take a minute and be thankful for your friends and others who have different gifts than you. Instead of being jealous, let's encourage one another in the gifts God has given each of us. Lastly, I want you to think about how it's the Holy Spirit in you that helps you to use your gifts and skills for the Lord. 
It might be tempting to become prideful when we realize we are good at something and think it's because we did it. But the gift you have came from God. I am only a good teacher because God has made me a good teacher. I humbly thank Him for giving me the gift and I give it back to Him to use me wherever He wants to use me. Take a minute to thank God for giving you gifts and talents, even if you aren't sure yet what they are. That's okay. He'll show you. Give them back to Him and let Him use you however He wants to use you. Great job, truth seekers. Now that we have thought about all of the truths of these verses and what they mean to us, we are ready to pray. So if you didn't know what to pray about before, now you have many things you can pray to God about. If you've never prayed and asked Jesus to come and live inside of you and forgive you of your sins, you can do it now. If you aren't sure yet what your gifts or talents are, you can ask God to show you. You can pray and surrender your gifts and talents to be used for God's glory. I'm going to pray, and you can listen for all the ways I pray the Bible. Dear Father, I thank you that you call me your child. You are my father, and I am your child. I thank you that you have created me with special and unique gifts and skills. I ask that you would show me what my gifts and skills and talents are that you have given to me. And I ask that you would use me however you want to use me that will bring glory and honor to your name. Maybe you want to use me in my church or my school or my community. I am available and willing to be used by you. I surrender my life, my gifts, and my talents to you. You gave them to me, and I give them back to you to be used by you. Help me to celebrate others' gifts and talents. Help me not to be jealous of others who can do things well. We all have been given gifts. And help me to encourage others in their gifts and talents. I thank you that I am part of the body of Christ, and I will do my part to share you with the world around me. Amen. All right, truth seekers, it's your turn. I encourage you to take time this week to use these verses to help you when you pray to God. He's right there with you and he can't wait for you to start talking to him. Thank you for joining me today as we prayed the Bible. We'll have another one next month. In the meantime, stay tuned for the next episode in our continuing stories about the Bible. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could leave a review, a rating, or a comment is always helpful as it helps others to find the podcast and learn about God too. Thanks, everyone. I look forward to our time together next week.